Welcome into episode 21 of the Ultimate Die League podcast. Opening day is just a few days away. I am here with your co-host of the show, Brendan Schmerta DeAndrade. Yeah. And our special guest of the evening, 2021 Offensive Player of the Year and four-time All-Star, JT Bain. Thank you guys for having me. Always a pleasure, you know? Baller, straight baller, shot caller, JT Bain in the building. So I want to start by saying that we heard you guys. All year we heard your heard your complaints about the bounces. Mm. Tables aren't hitting that well. My oh. tosses aren't leaving the table. Mm. And we heard a lot of you guys willing to pitch in for a new table. Everyone's saying, yo, whatever you need, I'll throw down for a new table. I was one of we them. heard you. <laughs> we got you. We made a new table. We got the new supplies. And instead of just a few of you vets willing to throw down, we're just going to have every player toss $5 at their first tourney appearance. <clears throat> and then we'll just go from there. The table's fire, too. So if anyone's thinking, like, the table quality is getting worse, it's better. Oh, like, yeah. th- like, this time, the table is not going to have the excuse of, I can't see the dice because it hit the white part of the paint. <laughs> yeah, All no, right? no Yo, white on this table. There's just a black UDL in the in the middle of each side, bro. So whenever the die hits you, you're going to see it. We, yeah, have a, we have a clear as day line. It's the UDL logo, too, you know? Fire. When you mm-hmm. guys made the table back in the day, you didn't know UDL was going to blow up like this. True. That's a fact. And True. now... We got to represent the UDL on the table. So That's when the right. film's going, you see UDL at all times. Right. And it's the black logo. So Hell again, yeah. no white on the table. I don't want to hear excuses when the, the dice hits the fire. white. And you can't see it because the yeah. dice is white. And, yeah. and uh, what's his name? Peter Griffin's shirt is white. Get out of here. Gonna hear, <laughs> we're not going to hear that this season. So again, five bucks per player. Just whenever yeah. you make your first appearance of the season, whether it be tourney one, two, three, four, five. Uh, your first appearance, you'll you'll drop thirty for the first turn. Five of that will go towards the league and the table and everything Boom. else. It's the least we can do for you guys. Thank you guys, commission, no. co-commission. My guys, least we can, least we can do. Least we could. That's could what do we do. Provide this new table because those That's ones, awesome. those ones got the job done for a few years. But now you know, mm-hmm. we'll put them up in the Hall of Fame of UDL someday, and yeah, they'll, they'll live on. So and also, it, I want to my fault, JT, for you cutting go. you off, but. Go. We're signing the table, no, for punks. Yeah. Like, that, that's fire. So, like, and then, like, now we're going to get to look back at the table a couple years from now and be like, yo, like, look at all these signatures. Like, you remember, like, this game? Like, I could tell. I remember when I signed the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's yeah. another thing that's going to be going to be added to yeah, like, the Yeah, that'll table. definitely be a memory for everything. More in facts. Yeah, so we'll use that new table, and then when we're at Umbies, we'll use his black table. Well, Umbi actually got a new table as well this yeah. season. So, so shout out Umbi. He replaced that Umbi. one. Umbi got a new table. He said his black one yeah. was getting a little warped, so he got a new one. You could see that. And a lot of yeah, so now we're ready to go with one. two fresh tables. So shout Absolutely. out Umbi. Facts. That, that's big. Shout out Umbi because I feel like one table maybe would have had people like, oh, I want to play on the new table only. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. And get a little like, you know, like bothered that they mm-hmm. didn't play on it maybe one game. Mm-hmm. So like. Yeah, so two, having two new tables is definitely an even playing field as well. So when it all no, comes down to it, it's how you throw the die. It's right. <laughs> that's, like, that's what it comes down to, right? Like a basketball you catch it player, you don't. all you need is a is a basketball with a hoop. It doesn't matter what gym you're in. Doesn't matter what if you're home is. away. You know, the home game, away game. Stephen Curry's gonna shit on you. You <laughs> say so? Yeah, bro. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Umbi, Umbi is going to host the first tourney. So first tourney going down in Bridgewater. Shout out Umbi and Mr. Umbi. 
Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up that I've noticed a lot when going through the film, especially in these finals games, <coughs> is in the background, I always see a game on that other table. There's oh, nothing more frustrating than watch an empty, empty finals game. Oh. And then you look in the background and there's a money game going on in the back with maybe mm. even a few people standing around talking, yeah. watching that because they don't even they're just high and just standing around. They don't even know what they're Facts. watching. If we could just hold the money games until after the final point, yeah, then we can get all the money games you want. You guys can go crazy on both tables for the whole rest of the day. But that way, one, once you're in the finals as well, you'll have a nice big crowd watching yeah. you and it, should, it just makes for better film, better, better vibe and. And a better turning. I yeah. feel like that should be something that people should do out of respect because, I mean, mostly everyone, I'm not going to say everyone's made it to a finals, but everyone's at least experienced, like, at least watching a finals game or, like, being in a finals game and they or know how serious game. it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a serious game. So, like, it would mean a lot to the players that are playing in the game if you guys were to watch the game because that would even feed into the energy on the table. And that would just make for a better game, too. Not even just for the film, but I feel like that takes away from the energy of the game. Like, Big time. You remember in our first tourney of last year when, when Colin... say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when Colin and Nick made that, that crazy-ass FIFA, bro. Yeah. And everyone, everyone exploded. That's because there was no money games. That's, and the, that's the best film we've got. Honestly, that's some of that, the best film we've had. Exactly. Mm -hmm. that's, that made the league look so, like, fun and... And like serious and like yeah. it looked like everyone was into it. So that's definitely what I feel like we should get out of every finals. And who knows, as great as all those plays were, who knows how lit that game would have been in memory if the crowd wasn't the way it was in that exactly. game. Like, it if there was been. only like, it wouldn't if there was been. a couple guys nope. scattered on each side of the table watching, sitting around, it wouldn't have had the hype that it had. Like the, the, crowd, the crowd helped elevate that. It was like the NBA game. playing in the bubble, bro. There's no crowd <laughs> reactions. There's nothing. Just like the announcers and the like the slim yeah. people that are watching there. Yeah. But with the crowd, it does, like creates yeah. a better atmosphere. Yeah. It creates a better and it stresses game. you out on the on the table. You're, it stresses it, you out. Every heartbeat all, gets all, racing. It also hypes you Facts. up. And right. it's Facts. better exposure for UDL. Like mm -hmm. when you post All that around. with those reactions, yeah. UDL is only going to get bigger and bigger when when we're all participating in, the, in that last game. That's a fact. So just, to, just to double up on what Troy said, just please hold the money games till after. We're not opposed to money games. I mean, like, shit, I've, I've even made my money back <laughs> and some through some money games too. So I know why y'all playing. You Smart just lost the tourney. That's why. It's like, shit, I got to get my money back. <laughs> Let me hustler. go pick on someone who I saw was drunk as shit today. And then, yo, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to drop my own partner because we didn't do good today. I'm going to grab someone else that said, yo, Ty, come here, Ty. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Ty's so, the king of money games. Don't come on. Yo, I don't want to face Ty after Ty, get, get your ass. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro, we, we love that you guys stick around and play money games. That shit's fire. And and there's definitely enough time to do that after the tournament's over. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, we got a little partner news for tourney one. You kind of know the partners that are that are that we have for season five. Some of the new partnerships like Cam and Roach, uh, Reno and Brandon is a new yep. team. Bang. Let me pull up a couple of these <laughs> other new teams. Say, Reno and Brandon played at Umby's house the other day. Yeah, yeah. Reno went nine and one, and uh, and Brandon and uh, and Reno went four and one. Damn, so they were hooping against good competition okay. too. Damn, right. Reno comes to play, man. He really oh, does. Absolutely. This is his year. Absolutely. Reno and Brandon 
<laughs> are a team that everyone's sleeping on probably before the season starts as a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But I feel oh, like Reno and Brandon are two players that have played together and have chemistry before mm-hmm. even being partners in the UDL. They mm-hmm. had chemistry From in the, the All-Star stars. game. Yeah, they had that. Yeah, the Rising Stars All Star Day, and they also have chemistry. They've been playing mm-hmm. in the back like, yard. They went to um, yeah. Umbies went four and one. So yeah, I feel like Rocco's um, house. They've been running together. They get yeah, in bro. the reps. They get in a lot more reps that team's than other scary. people than other people are. Yeah, they, that's they important. Are. That team is scary, bro. Not to say every team is scary, but that's a team that I feel like we don't talk about enough coming coming into this season. I feel like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah, we are yeah. gonna we actually are gonna get into Reno and Brandon more in this episode later okay, on. But before we do that, uh, I have the unfortunate news to drop that Alec will not be able to make tourney one. Wow! Uh, shout out Alec, my partner that I've confirmed with for this season. It's my can't make it pick. for Damn. can't make it tourney Dude. one. But hey. I'm coming in with a replacement by the name of a former MVP. <laughs> And defensive player of the year. I'm hmm. rolling with Scotty P. Hey, stop that, Scotty P. Scotty P. How you feel about that, JT? I knew Fahey wasn't going to be able to make it this weekend, and then when I heard Scott was still playing, I was like, I don't imagine Scott playing without his go-to teammate for the entire the entire year. Now to hear that. That's kind of nuts. That kind of blows my mind. <laughs> Who did you think Troy was going to be partnered with? Because you clue. knew Alec wasn't coming. Did you have like a I thought? Didn't, I didn't know Alec wasn't coming until earlier today. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Jake was coming back for a tournament, even yeah. though he might yeah. have another partner. I don't know if he was scooping up someone that like Scotty yeah. P. Oh, Scotty no, P's man. crazy. Scott. Yo, Troy's on my fantasy team. For everyone that doesn't know, we're, we're doing a little <laughs> local UDL fantasy. And yeah, Troy's on my fantasy team, so I'm stoked for the fact that I was reading the league news today on the fantasy website, and I was like, "Wow, Troy hey. and Scotty P." Hey, it looks good on paper. It looks good on paper. We, we still got to produce. So, shout out Scott, though. I'm excited. I'm down. I'm, I love that you're you're down to come without your partner. Max. And Max. Uh, Troy's heart's racing. Get He's some, so excited get some games right in. now. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> Scott. Bro, I mean, dude, MVP. Who wouldn't be excited to play Scott. with one of the Godfathers of the league? That's the Bill Russell of the UDL. We're, we're literally talking about Let's someone who's on the Mount Rushmore of of anyone's Mount Rushmore. If you ask any player in the league that was around for those seasons, they're going to put mm-hmm. Scott on there. It's Let's like we're up. hoping he hasn't been chuck and die. I don't think Scott could get rusty. I feel like <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Scott too. is rust-proof. Uh, yeah. Defensively, never. Offensively, it's a different game True. offensively. True. I'm not doubting True. the kid one second, but we'll see Saturday when it comes down to it, you know? Or, it helps. We already play opposite sides, so that helps. But yeah, now fact. Shout out to Scott, man. Uh, I can't wait to see Scott return mm-hmm. for for another another tourney. Um, we only saw him once last year, so I definitely want to you know see more Scott mm-hmm. this year. And this I'm, is like I'm, Bill I'm Russell happy that he's coming to this first tournament. It's like Bill Russell somehow coming back and playing in the eighties. It's like whoa, like he's back. Yeah, he's it's still, like but he's like still nasty. What if Bill Russell was like when he was coaching, he just ripped the fucking suit off and jumped on the court. <laughs> Everyone would be like, yo. Legit. Shout out, yeah. Shout out Fahey, too. He's an athlete, yeah. too. Chunk. We'll see Chunks. Absolutely. Facts. Facts. We'll He's chunks. an athlete. can hit the table. Him and Scott got the chemistry down. So when both of them 
do get on the table together, they're still going to be a force no matter what. Nah, oh, hell yeah. Shout out to Chunks. I can't wait to see, you know, Chunks and Scott, bro. For real, for real. It's going to be cool. So we're going we're gonna to do a cool thing on this pod. Uh, we're going to break down each team's storyline heading into this season. Love that. Uh, so kind of when I mean, when I, when I say storyline, I kind of mean like what the UDL media has been talking about heading into the season. If we were on SportsCenter every day, what would the media be saying about your team heading into the year? And obviously we'll start with Lang and Jay Rich, the team that's been the one seed the past two seasons. And the storyline that I think they have heading into the year is, can they maintain their prominence? I feel like we've already kind of touched on it in UDL TV. Is the rain over? Uh, so I feel like they just have to go out and prove that the rain is not over and they, they still got it. Honestly, I feel like, yeah, that's a good question. Can they still be the team that's dominant? Pro like, can they still be prominent in the league? But I feel like the question should be like, will they? Because we know they can. Right. Mm. Because they've done it multiple times. So it's like, can they? Uh, yeah, right. of course they can. They have, the, they have the ability to do it. Are they going to do it, though? I'm not sure because the league is continuously getting better. Um, a lot of players who, you know, were showed out last year, teamed up. We're going to get into the teams. But, like, a lot of players found another partner. And that could even mean that they could get better or worse. So you're not, you don't really know who is going to be the team that's dominant until it like probably mid-season. But I would say that Lang and Jay Rich absolutely have the ability to do it. It's just whether or not, like, are they going to do it? I agree, man. The last two seasons, in the regular season, they've dominated. They've, mm -hmm. I don't remember the exact number of straight finals appearances it was, but it was a crazy number. And Eleven. title wins. 11. 11 straight and what, six or seven, six wins? Six rings. And six rings. That's crazy. 11, 11 straight, that might very well never be done again. I don't think there's a shot that happens again. I don't think we'll even get five in a row. But on that one day when anything can happen, the playoffs, they haven't won it. <coughs> they That's another storyline, I guess. Why, that's, why do you think why do you think that? You think the playoffs is just because you played in the playoffs. You think the playoffs mm -hmm. is a different atmosphere? Or do you think they're satisfied with how much times they won and been there during the season that they don't? They don't um, have the same intensity in the playoffs. I think they have the same intensity. It's just, it's not one and done when you're in the playoffs. Hmm. It's not first round, you get so-and-so, you win that game, you play so-and-so the next game. Every team in the playoffs deserves to be there. Every team in the playoffs yeah. is a great or elite team. So... And you got to play them multiple times. Exactly. So That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You got to play them multiple times. You got to string together a couple good games in a row to play that. They're more than capable of, of doing it. It's just they're so dominant to not have a to have an end of the season mm. championship tournament win. It's just yeah. I think that's the next it, step for them. They need a playoff ring. That's it that's it next to be. for yeah. their for their resume. Be. That's the only for thing sure. missing from their resume. Really, is a playoff ring. It really is. I mean, granted, there's only been um, two playoffs, but during that span, that was their prime. Their dominant yeah. reign. both of them. Exactly. So that's a that's a great yeah. That's great. Yeah, I feel I feel as if they have to put it to put together a good run in the playoffs and get a dub, and that would just cement them as the one seed. Don't maybe matter. the greatest team ever. <laughs> Like, like the un, like an untouchable team too. Mm -hmm. Like not just the, they're already like the greatest team, but it's like un like touchable. Like yeah. one seed don't waters. matter unless you finish the job, bro. Or yeah. Hey, we'll leave it at that. Moving on to Rocco and Zill. 
Uh, it's kind of similar to what we were just talking about with Lang and Jarich. This team was, they teamed up last year, monster regular season. They picked up two rings. They get to the playoffs, bounced first round. That's a, that's a team that by, I feel like. By who? <laughs> we don't have to get, we don't have to get into that. It's yeah. by Troy, your boy, Troy and Denal. Your boy and Denal took him down. <laughs> but Rock wins out. I feel like that's the next step for them is, is getting it done in the playoffs and, yeah. and excelling the game in the last round. Because we've seen, they, they've done pretty much everything you can do in the regular season. They won mm -hmm. two rings. Mm -hmm. Zill went to a finals with you on his own. Mm -hmm. Rocco's been to finals without Zill. Mm -hmm. Now as a team, they got to go into those tough series, playoff series and, and get them done. Yeah, they play in the backyard together all the time, always getting reps together. They, like, when it comes season time, they did miss a couple tournaments together. Like I said, when I played with Zill, mm -hmm. Rocco had that uh, that injury and everything. Yep. So they could have built their um, their uh, their playoff standings a little bit more, True. a little bit more when they were together in the regular season. Fully the, healthy Rocco Zill should be. Yeah, they should, should be, be really good. They should be ranked in the top three top two top whatever you want to whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it they're both elite players zilly looks good in the offseason rocco's look rocco hasn't skipped a beat right. it's just it, the, the league's so tough now bro there's no easy outs anymore there used to yeah. be there used to be 28 teams in a tournament and a couple of teams were there to have fun and a couple of teams were there to win it there's that's not it anymore Every team that shows up is nasty. Is every Thinks team that shows win. up has the motivation. Yo, we could do this. Honestly, right? I'm going a, I'm to a keep it quick and simple. Rocco and Zilly are absolutely going to be monsters next year. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, honestly, like if you look at the MVP ballot, it says itself. Rocco is literally like on the brink of winning an MVP. He's been he's been in the conversation for so long. It's like Rocco is going to probably have his MVP season this year if he plays more tourneys than he did last year. Mm -hmm. And Zilly was offensive player of the year last year, but they're probably both better on defense. So it's like, yeah, they're, they're going to be nasty next year for sure. Uh, how about our defending champs, Bigar and Umbi? Uh, Bigar and Umbi had a strong second half of the season. Post-All-Star break, they went final five. I think two out of those three tourneys, including one of those, was a, was a championship. Uh, clinched them a spot into the playoffs with that ring, and the rest is history from there. They go on and knock off um, Torres and Kev in round one. They knock off Lang and Jay Rich in round two, and they mm. beat me and Denal in the finals to mm. win the playoff championship in their very first season. So I think the, the storyline for them is simple. They Can they repeat? They're going to be looking to repeat and do it again and maybe even have a little more regular season success than they did last season. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Can they repeat? I'm not sure if they're going to be able to re repeat a playoff. I definitely think that they could, but I feel like, you know, we haven't seen that yet. So let's not put that pressure on mm -hmm. Big on Umby, but I feel like Big on Umby is definitely going to continue to build on what they had going at the end of last season. And they were a very, very strong team, like probably top three from Turney Biz until throughout to the end of the season, like through the playoffs. So, like, yeah, I feel like they're going to mm -hmm. build upon that. And they're going to be great this season from tourney one to tourney eight. Instead of picking it up at the end of the season, they're going to be, like, that great all season. Mm -hmm. And they might even improve mm -hmm. again. Yeah. So I see them being a higher seed than the than the five seed. That's that what I'm saying, because they'll be that yeah. good yeah. all season. Are they going to win? That's hard to say, because we've, we've yet to see a team win two playoff uh, finals. Mm -hmm. But I definitely mm -hmm. think that they're going to, like you said, Troy, 
They're going to be a higher seed this year. We're going to go off of that. I know postseason is definitely a different animal and everything, but B Garden Umbria are my favorite to take the one seed this year. I to, love that. I love definitely that. Definitely take the one seed. It's a good year. prediction. You mm-hmm. got to think we're playing in Umbi's backyard. No one knows the terrain. No one knows the tables like he does. There's very little people, if not nobody, that plays more die in the offseason than B Garden Umbi. Mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. running, I ran with Umbi the other day. Kids FIFA's game is elite. If you miss a table, it's it's an automatic point. You might might as well not even look at it. And he's a goalie, mind you. <laughs> All right. So anyone in it soccer, is. if you come to die, you're gonna kick the shit out of that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's a one team you don't wanna you don't wanna miss a table on. B guy, he does nothing wrong. There's no flaw in his Fun, game. Mr. Fundamental. Mm-hmm. Legit. He's good at every aspect mm-hmm. of the game of die. Mm-hmm. And they obviously have Probably, probably the best chemistry and their boys on and off the yeah. die table. They like hang out yeah. off the, off the, uh, off the field and everything. They're gonna be a force to be reckoned with this year, and they're my favorite to take the one seat this year. Yeah, right? I like that. You too. heard that here first. We might have to come back and clip this. That this could if, happen if that ends up being true. Mm, could very too, much call it. Um, all right, this next one's just interesting. Joe and Pat. I feel like Joe and Pat mm. are the most disrespected two-time champs <laughs> that you could possibly have. Ever, like, ever. Dude, I don't think anyone ever. is – like the jury somehow is still out on Joe and Pat if they're a great team. And it's like, bro, the stats don't lie. They're, they have the highest winning Troy, percentage. Troy, can you name me another team that has won two UDL um, championships during the regular season on their rookie – their first season? Not even rookie year. They, the team's first season together. Not many, I don't think right? It's ever so, been done besides Drew and Scott, I was gonna say Scott one. and Drew, maybe me and Jake. That's it. You and Jake. Now, well, that was your first you, year together. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. After saying that, you have to put Joe and Pat automatically got to be in the conversation. Then, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they did it in their rookie year. Like we had all been already playing. Scott, like me and That's Jake, we both already played. We just teamed up. So they like they're in the conversation for being one of the powerhouses in the league for sure, just because. What they've done, like that's history. It's not going to go anywhere. They they grabbed two rings their first season together, their rookie year. They need so, more respect on the name. I think don't, people just don't give them enough credit. Like they win those two rings, and people are still looking for a reason why they're not the best, or maybe or why why that tourney that they won wasn't a strong tourney. Like there, there's never just like oh Joe and Pat, that's a legit two time. Like you don't hear that often. Yeah, I feel like they're a little slept on still, which is hard to say for a two time. I feel like I'm gonna say Joe and Pat will win another tourney. Yeah, that's Joe and Pat's even... going to win another tourney, and once they win another tourney, they're now in a very elite club, three. Hmm. So that that club is like we have Colin and Nick, and and uh, Trig and Marani. We have Zill and Rocco. I think those are the three teams that have, that have two, two rings. Rocco has three individually, oh, and, but and um, wait, no, because that'd be that'd mean the finals. So yeah, exactly. So that's two regular season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so once they get three regular yeah, season, that puts they're them in, in a different class. With you just Rocco, Langer, J. Rich, Scott, and Drew. Those can't are the only five that. players that have won three wins. You cannot dispute that if they get another one. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're they're excellent for the league, man. They're both great players. Both <clears throat> were up for awards this year at the award show and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like 
they're boys. They're so close together, but they're like polar opposites on the die table. Like <laughs> Joe is the silent assassin, yep. bro. Like he'll beat you five to nothing and you want to give him a hug. But right. and then Pat and then Pat freaking shirt, shirt off, clapping shirt off, push-ups. Clapping push-ups, electric. <laughs> they're yeah. they're both great dudes. Great guys. Joe, Joe great will, guys to have in the league. Joe will biz you and say sorry. <laughs> Legit. That's yo, what he was. Speaking of biz, yo, after going through some Joe and Pat footage. I don't think there is a team that has gotten bizzed more in one season than Joe and Pat. And Bro. I think it's up to like 10 to 12 times in a se- in this season. Their first their first tourney, tourney. Was, it happened four to yeah. biz times. I remember I was on, like I was watching that game and I'm sitting there like, oh, like they, they don't play they that room know. back yeah. home. They didn't so know. they're getting bizzed left and right. Bro, all the, the whole time. What's the score? They're just like, ah, oh, biz too. Biz. Oh shit! And like I didn't know I could I couldn't say five biz. Oh, that's uh, two, bro. Like ah oh, shit. And it's it is funny to look back because I don't really I didn't really remember that I wasn't watching all their games that day. But after yeah. going back and watching them get biz five times, mm-hmm. and then looking at Pat doing his shirt off, clapping push ups and jumping around, now it makes sense. Why. The guy was drunk. <laughs> like the guy was feeling himself. I I remember oh, vividly because I knew they had to drive. <laughs> that's the only reason why i remember i'm looking at these that. kids like oh my god dude like fuck why do we, why nah, i think they got a ride the only way why to learn then? is I to play the only way to learn is to play <laughs> and Word. i feel like though biz is your welcoming to the league that's that's how you get welcome yeah, to the that league. that was you know, their welcome to the udl moment exactly sure. you know where people be like oh what was your welcome to the league moment theirs is coming to the tournament and getting biz biz times yeah. in their For first real. tournament in the backyard it's all fun and games but when you're on the table you're, oh, you're drinking, drinking. there's Chug. no Chug yeah. out, bitch. Yeah. and I, I, if they play me i'll get them a couple of times trust me uh, tr- uh jt's the king of that <laughs> mm-hmm. all right I, I i remember my first time playing die the house that i lived that had biz in it and the <laughs> jt's be on his phone like oh yo Schmerder, what's the address 544 mate biz. Biz. every time all right, what about Torres and Kev? Uh, Storyline, I feel like the media has been talking about all offseason is can they win a ring? Can they get over the hump and win a UDL championship? They've been in the finals three times as a team now. Mm-hmm. Haven't pulled it out yet. And another one on top of that, a side note is can they get out of the first round of the playoffs? They're one of the teams that's been to the playoffs two years in a row now. So not a lot of teams have made it both years that the playoffs have been a thing. Mm-hmm. What Torres team? and Kev are one of those teams and They've yet to make it out of the first round. Granted, they've played Lang and Jarich in the first time and B Garnumby in the second time. So. They were the five seed last year? They, four or five. I think it might have been four. Five, four. And they were eight seed. And the eight and seed two, the year before. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it is it is hard to win playoff series, but I feel like that's the next step for them is to is to get into that At second round point, and to obviously win a ring. So, related to like basketball, like I always do, they're the sixes. They're, mm-hmm. like, they're like Joel and B because they're and not Harden. the best team in the league. <laughs> But, but they're like always the in the conversation. Players, you know? yep. So it's like, are they going to make it out of the first round of the playoffs? To answer that question, yes. Are they going to win a ring? They've been to the finals. They've been flirting with it. But mm-hmm. I would say that they're definitely going to make it to another finals. I'm not sure if they're going to win a ring because I feel like it depends on the opponent that they get. Kevin and if they JT, get a FIFA team. I was just going to get into that for yeah. Kevin JT throw the die from so far in the damn yard. If they play Rocco mm-hmm. and Zell in the finals, man, you know what I'm saying? They're beating themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, it depends on who they get, but I bet they'll make it there. 
that's when you when you're playing them you got to just pray and hope the die comes to you when it hits when it hits your side of the table they throw right. so high so far rockets majority of the time the only team that can beat them is themselves true Legit. that's a great thing and then that's a great point last year kev won mip he was almost too good to win mip like he had such yeah. a breakout season <laughs> and then jt torres is arguably one of the best players to not have a udl ring mm -hmm. they're just they're such a great team they had such a strong start to last year kind of fell off at the end of the year i mm -hmm. don't know i don't know what that is i think mm -hmm. Just an educated guess is once the end of the season starts coming along, it shrinks to the 12, 14 best teams in the league. So they, you're not getting a buy it. That, that's what round, I'm trying to say. Any single round. That's what I'm not I'm saying they say. can't do that. I'm not saying they can't beat any of the teams. It just becomes so much more of a gauntlet towards the end it of the start, year. It starts becoming who's the matchup. Exactly. It's not yeah. like they're not good enough. It's just like, yeah. who are they playing? Because if, you, if they're playing someone that's going to bring out the weaknesses, then mm -hmm. it's going to be tougher. But if they play a team that they match up well against, they could very well blow them out of the water, you know what I'm saying, and, and really make a stamp too. So They're you, such a streaky team, man. They're, you are right. They're either unguardable or like, you know, yeah. like, or they're mm -hmm. just making self errors. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the only team that can beat them is themselves. Mm -hmm. They did falter in the second half a little bit, but they did come back and turn eight and go to the finals that against Rocco and Zill. So true. they came back very, very strong at the end. Just wanted to yeah, get that out. 100%. Uh, all right. Next team, we got Cam and Roach. Cam <laughs> and Roach. That's the first team of two new new players playing together. Uh, two of our top 10 players that we had last season. Um, and I think the storyline mm. is, will these two star players be able to play together? This is a team, I, they're both great players. I just don't know what's in store for them. Mm -hmm. They're both el elite. I'm not even going to say great. I'm going to say elite. And Cam is a good dude, such a great teammate to be on your side. So is Roach. They're both great guys. So I'm not worried about the chemistry at all. How much die are they throwing together in this offseason, though? Mm. How, many, how many times are they playing on their own this offseason? It's going to be very tough to just come into this Saturday and be like, hey, dab it up. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like a, you're right. You know? Right. And take a big step in, in your game as a team and everything. Facts. It's Cam's got the FIFAs. Roach, got, Roach and Cam got the electric defense. They're going to give it all every single game. They both hate losing. They're sore, yeah. they're sore losers. That's yeah. what it is, which is good, which is That's good. That's great. I'm it a sore loser, too. Uh, hell yeah. I'm losing a game yeah, of dime. I don't want to lose <laughs> in anything. I don't even want to lose worst, in, in tic-tac-toe. Losing a game of dime, walking off the table. It's <laughs> the worst thing. Walk of shame. I don't have a huge opinion on them just because I have no idea what's in store for them. I feel like with Cam and Roach, it's just like any other sport. When you have a team that gets put together and there's a bunch of superstars, you never know how they're going to play together. Like, You're yeah, right. Cam was great with Jay, but you Cam can't was great take with Brandon, a, with Brandon but you can't take away what Jay and Brandon did. So maybe, you know, I don't feel like Roach is an exact replica of Jay and Brandon. I feel like this is going to be another challenge for Cam. And I feel like, you know, um, Roach hasn't played with anyone this good. So well, maybe I mean, uh, to that point. Yeah, Fennell's no slow. Roach, don't get me wrong. Roach played with Fennell and Fennell fed Roach so many FIFAs this season. Yeah. Yes, and I think that was right. a big reason as to why Roach went 
three and two, four and two every single tourney. Well, I'm not yeah. even talking about the um well, what I, what, what I, they could do as a team. Like, I'm not saying I'm just saying like the pressure. Does Roach feel pressure true. because he's with Cam? True. Does Roach feel pressured? I'm leaving for now and going with Cam, and I'm basically saying fuck you for now. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have a better season with Cam. It's like when 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 Zill and Rocco partnered up. We both we knew Zill and Rocco were great players, but it's yep. like Rocco, you're gonna leave D Hall and Zill, you're 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 gonna you're gonna come team up with Rocco. We, we were discussing who has yeah, more pressure, Zill Rocco or Zill. Right. So I think it's the same yeah. thing. There's gonna be a lot of pressure on them, and I feel like they're a great team that that because they have two great players, but how well they're gonna play together, that's a question. But I feel like if they do click, which you know, could happen at any point. Once they click, they're going to be a monster. Yeah, but mm-hmm. even with the Rocco and Zill comparison, it took Rocco and Zill, what, four weeks? That's what I was going to say, This weeks yeah. to click to get that yeah, first turning win. That's what I'm saying. It takes I wouldn't, some points to I wouldn't get some be points. surprised if that's a path Cam and Roach take. If they, yeah, if no they don't come firing off the bat, maybe they go two and two the first few tourneys and then come in tourney three, four, and that's when they really start That's the beauty of UDL, their, man. I feel like it just takes work. one week. Roach yeah. and Cam both had no week. pressure last year. They came into the league. They're Rocco, new. They're rookies. Came out a little pressure. Yeah. Pressure. We, were, we were chatting We were chatting about them, chatting them but, still, but still, they were they were trying to have fun. Yeah. Now they're trying to win. Did Cam live up to his pressure? Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. I think Absolutely. so. Yep. I, think the, I think the like, playoff seed, obviously, that didn't come, but that didn't. Uh, determine his for his his ceiling obviously right. but well he was originally he, the sixth seed with brandon that's true i was like the seventh seed with zilly so right I don't count right no no i know what you're <laughs> saying no, but, he, no, no he his watched, did count yeah. brandon was just couldn't make well, it was it. out yeah you're right you're right but yeah but shout, watch film and you know shout out shout out, out to finnell though because fin- shout out to finnell jay and brandon because those are also three great die plays and i feel like you know um cameron roach Teaming up together is gonna to be cool for the league. And I and I It'll hope be. that um Fennell and and um Jay find out someone who they can play with consistently too. So we can, get that, mm-hmm. we can get that we can get that matchup. We can get that matchup with Fennell and his new partner against right. Roach and Cam, and then we can get Jay and his new partner against Roach and Cam. Oh, we'll be getting into those partnerships pretty soon, don't you worry. Uh next up we got Nick and Colin. Nick and Colin are confirmed back. Uh they're back for at least the first six tournaments. So that's that's quite a bit of Nick and Colin. Uh, expectations for them are probably pretty high. I think the murmurs in the offseason are, are they still a top dog? Are they one of those teams to beat? Because now, obviously, we have a lot of teams to beat. Are they still one of those one of those teams? They won last year. Yeah. No. It hasn't, it hasn't been that long for uh, Nick and Colin. And I feel like they're absolutely going to be one of those teams to beat because even when you're beating them, they're still not beaten. Um, Blanger and Jay Rich had the finals in a bag, and they came back and snatched it from them. So. Six, six one. I believe that they're definitely one of those teams that I know you don't want to draw anybody, but the last thing you want to do is draw a team that has final experience. So mm-hmm. yeah, multiple finals experience with them. It's to me, it's strictly availability, strictly mm-hmm. availability. Unfortunately, the first season of the UDL playoffs, they couldn't even make the UDL playoffs, right. which who knows? And they what, were the three seed. Who knows what would have happened then? We would they have been won. Talk, we would have been talking them on a whole different pedestal. They, they won made. before. They won the tournament yeah. before, so they had they were they already had a on the roll. They won the first tournament of last year. Mm-hmm. With a, a lot of weather factors went into that, but obviously they had to play with those two. It's been a long time since back to back. 
that's a lot. I, I agree. But it's been a long time. There's difference of th- there's a huge difference of throwing die in the backyard and throwing die in UDL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge difference. A lot more crowd, a lot more pressure, a lot more goes into it and everything. Am I saying that they can't do it? Absolutely not. Colin, if the die's getting off the table, he's getting there. Oh, you yeah. know, Nick's a sniper, accurate. They complement each other well. They have also one of the top chemistries together in the league. It's just availability. And if they win a tournament, they place or whatever, can they keep on building on building on that? They come in third place. Are they just going to settle for the seven or eight seed if they just play two or three tournaments? It's all about how they build on that and their availability. Facts. Just mm-hmm. to me. That's yeah. that's my opinion. No, that's a good way to put it. What about um D Hall and Kearney? D Hall and Kearney have an interesting storyline this season because Kearney's expected to get called into active duty at some point. Appreciate your service, dog. Uh yeah, absolutely. Oh, Shout yeah. out Owen Kearney. Um Great dude. he doesn't really know when he's supposed to go, but he, he expects it to be at some point this summer. So they're up in the air. They're going to play as long as he's around. But once he's once he's gone, D Hall, he's questionable now for what he's going to do the rest of the year. But while they're around, what do you think the uh, the key for them is to turn their <laughs> partnership around? Because la- they had a lot of expectations Easily. going into last season, and I, I don't think I what think it, they'd be the first to admit that they what didn't. it is they, they fixed it produce. already. They fixed it already. They they have way better chemistry now. That's I feel what, like that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, they the fixed whole thing it already. Chemistry, bro. They fixed it. Um, D Hall used thing. to used to get on Kearney a little bit too much, and they fixed it. So I feel like, um, I've been seeing them be way more charismatic with each other and way more like patting each other on the back when they do something wrong, rather than, I mean, rather than bickering I, about who blew the game. Because if I don't know about you, but I. I've I've heard them uh, murmur after a game to each other exactly. and go over the game, and they're always trying to prove to each other. Dl's trying to prove to Kearney, you lost the game, and Kearney's trying to prove to Dl, no, you lost the game. Yeah. I feel like that's not the case anymore. I feel like instead of playing individually, which they were doing, they were playing on a team with each other, but both trying to prove that they're the, you know what I mean, like they're the dog, and like you know mm-hmm. that they were two individual yeah. players on a team. Now they're a team. That's exactly what I was getting. It was all chemistry, and I agree with you. They do fix it. And as soon as they do fix it and show it on the UDL platform this upcoming Saturday, they're going to be elite. They're two of the best defensive players in the league. Kearney's so flashy with it. D-Hall gets so low, gets gets under the die all the time. They're both good feet. Kearney, I would say he's a great feet. He's a great FIFA. Uh, D-Hall's a good one. You don't want to miss a table against them. And, very uh, sound team, very fundamental team, and they make they make splashes sometimes. They make plays that you don't see yeah. people make every day. So it's like exactly. that team, if they have this shit together, are very dangerous. Kearney's fadeaway FIFA last year was the greatest die <laughs> play I've ever seen. It was the greatest die, pl- die play I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that a was insane. Fadeaway crazy. FIFA. A fade slide crazy. on FIFA. Crazy. It was. It was Crazy. It was right on point. D Hall just had to turn just turn around, around and catch it and over the shoulder. That was, I think, it was the greatest. That play image I've ever is seen never gonna leave live. my head. It's not. He knew dude. it too. The face he made as he stood up and he just like, looks Ooh. at five and goes. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure, what was that sound? Because he kicked it, and then I heard the table. Did he kick the table? Did the die smack the table? No, I didn't smack the table. No, right? No, no there's no he, way the die hit it. But he, he might even the other the team table, might have hit the bro, table, like, but he didn't kick the table. Yeah, nah. no, that was just it might have been the other team. Plays, I don't know, but that that play is just never gonna happen again. That's cr- I can't even fathom. It's, it's doing never that. gonna happen crazy. again. That was just athletic. It's crazy. It was nice. What about uh, what about myself and Alec? 
Obviously not going to get to play with each other tourney one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back tourney two and hopefully the whole rest of the season. I think our storyline might be, can I still win a ring? And does Alec have what it takes to help me get back to that that spot? I think, so I won Opoi in, 20, in 2021 and, or 2022? 21, yeah. 21, yeah. Alec was right, right there behind me. He, if if the stats came out and we had all like the available data, he would have been even closer behind me. Even he led the league in scoring that year. Yeah. On a per, on a per game basis, even, he even could have been a favorite to win it. You know, he's, he's very accurate. He's got a soccer background with the FIFAs and everything. Troy's a two-time champion. He knows what it takes. He's been in the league since it was created because he created it. It is. (laughs) Game. <laughs> Troy's got so much on his plate organizing tournaments, organizing the videos, organizing dealerships, <laughs> organizing everything. Does it take away from his die a little bit? That's a question. I don't think so, but there's just so much on his plate. Does he still have it on the die table? I think he does. I'll tell you. It- I got you. I got you, yeah, Troy. Yeah. I got you right now. Troy has never fallen off. Troy just hasn't had the same success for multiple reasons. But Troy last year made it to a finals with Denal. And he didn't have any chemistry with Denal. He just met Denal mm-hmm. that year. Goes to the finals. Absolutely. Troy then plays with Mirani after that. You know, they had, you know, whatever happened. I don't want to. We don't got to get into that. But stuff, then yeah. Troy then gets back with Denal. They make the playoffs. And Troy goes all the way to the finals, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you got to understand that if Troy can do that with Denal, and now he's playing with one of his boys, I'm not going to say full that season under his belt. Alec is better than Denal or Denal is better than Alec. I'm just saying that now Troy gets to play with somebody from the start of the season. Hopefully Alec can make most of these tourneys. So hopefully Troy can have a consistent partner for the whole year. It's someone that he knows. <coughs> and I feel like Alec is... The person who has to prove something, not Troy. So Alec has to get back to where he was at that season where he was a runner-up for Offensive Player of the Year coming off of, you know, when he had that MIP. MIP win, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when, when him and Garrett was a team that no one wanted to see, when him and Garrett was knocking off D. Hall and Rocco, you know, mm-hmm. champions, if Alec can get back to that level, then I feel like Alec and Troy could absolutely probably capture at least one win this season. I mean, if you, just look, if you just look at the top 30 lists, from two years ago to now, two years ago, he was number nine in the mm-hmm. league. He's the ninth best UDL player out of 30. This year, exactly. I think he was down at like 26. That was availability. That's that's what that Availability, was. but he that's still played enough to be on the list. You it wasn't, play in half it wasn't availability. I hope, Alec, you listen to every single podcast, my dog. I'm <laughs> not getting on you, fam. I love you. Listen, bro, get back to what you was doing. I don't know how you're going to get back there. You get back there, you and Troy is going to be crazy. Alec? played last year but he wasn't himself mm. i don't know why you're gonna have to ask alec hopefully troy playing with troy having having that enjoyment of having a partner for the whole year can bring the best out of Alec. who was alex partner last year that, that was played. his problem he had a couple with garrett earlier in the year and then he had a few with ty late in the that's year. yeah that's never easy you know no that's i just and easy. the last time alec was in the playoffs he showed out so oh yeah let's yeah. go man run it Word. All right. Another guy on this panel here, JT and Beretti. Mm. I feel like the storyline for this team 
is that they have to prove that they made the right decision teaming up. These are two star players. JT's a star player. Beretti's a borderline star player. He showed it in the All-Star Tourney when he won it with Rocco. Mm -hmm. Two really good players that have individually done a lot. But when they teamed up together towards the end of the season, they didn't have the success that they were looking for. So I think they got to just prove to themselves and the rest of the league that they made the right decision teaming up. I feel like, to me, the answer to that question before they even play is yes. Because Beretti and Mood had success. But I feel like Beretti's always been wanting to play with JT. Oh, absolutely. Because JT's his boy. So now I feel like you're going to get more effort out of Beretti. I feel like Beretti already feels like he has to prove more because he's playing with you. And JT went to a finals last year with Zill. So as long as you guys, it's kind of like Cam and Roach. You guys just got to find it. You got Once you click, once they find, once you guys find your rhythm together as partners, Within the UDL setting, I feel like sky's the limit. I agree. And um, Beretti, I think on it's. Oh, and JT didn't have a consistent partner last year. <laughs> I was going to get into that. So come on now. They no had excuses. to team up. Yeah. They had to no. team up. Let's go run it. Yeah, no excuses. I think Beretti's going to. I think when the All-Star voting came out, he was like 14th, 15th, or 16th on the All-Star. I think he's going to prove that he's a top 10 All-Star this right. year. Which won, won, won the All-Star. Won the All-Star. So proves that he can team up with the best and beat the best. Because the kids brings electricity to the table. Me and him got chemistry. I already know he's going to give it his all because I won't let him not give him his all. <laughs> give him his all and he won't let me shout take out, anything off. Shout out to Mood and shout out to oh, Fabiano yeah. because those two players are great partners to have. Oh and God. that's why it's going to like, that's why Troy's it posing was, that question because you guys had success it was, with your dude. prior partners and you were building blocks with those guys. I and know. for whatever reason, you guys are partnering up together now. So let, let's see it. Let's see it happen. Yeah, I feel like you, you needed a partner, but has been probably wanting to play with you. So it's just, it makes sense. And mm -hmm. you know, I hope you guys. No, nah, you got to remember Shmeta, they already, they've already played together three times now. Through the last whole second half no, of the I season, know. I know. But it's what do you do you think? You so, what 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 went wrong at the end of that season, JT? Do you think end of the season matchups or um matchups were definitely difficult? But that's not that's not an excuse. If you get on the die table, you expect to win and everything. When you get down to those last couple tournaments, it's the last twelve teams, fourteen teams who are yeah. all fighting to for a playoff team, right? Unfortunately, me and Fobbs at the beginning of the year, our schedules didn't line up. We couldn't. We played one tournament out of four together. I had four different partners last year. It yeah. just was kind of kind of little up and down. Beretti had to miss a tournament and everything. We, the first tournament, like I said, it was our first time playing in a real UDL game together. It just didn't go as planned. We played some great teams. We had some overtime games. Yeah. It just it wasn't in the cards for us uh, uh, for last season. How how long did it take Rocco and Zill to win? Three tourneys. Three tourneys. So a like run. I said earlier, they're like Rocco and Zill. You guys got those three tourneys. Hopefully. There's no excuses this year. It's tough to team up with someone mid-season. It is. Um, and you season. brought up a great point that it was the end of the season. So it's even tougher because motherfuckers gotta get some playoff points i just gotta freaking so i gotta win a ring bro. troy to answer i feel <laughs> I like do, bro. i feel tired. like what yes, who knows what went wrong but i feel like you guys are you guys have 
have some experience now together. So hopefully that can help you out this season and you guys can can pick up on what you what you maybe didn't do enough didn't last year. Best, yeah. You know, bring it harder. This that's we, what we play did. a little harder. We both acknowledged to each other we didn't play our best. Definitely not. But it wasn't, yo, why are you dropping this? Why yeah, are you missing no, the table? Absolutely. It was like JT he gets was like, back yo, to how like, he was playing. Are you kidding? Like, like, are you kidding? He was like, I know you're doing you can do better. I know you can do better. All that. <laughs> it's gonna be a season for us, definitely. I've been playing die three times, four times a week the last couple last <laughs> month because the weather's been beautiful. Yep. Brady's getting his shots up. I promise you, you're gonna see a lot of us this season. Let's, Let's go. fucking go. All right, we got we got a few more teams. Let's go a little speed round for the for the last few. Heard. Um, like a couple remarks from each. So Brandon, how, how many? Uh, we still got like like a good like a handful of teams. Brandon and Reno, uh, we kind of touched on them earlier. Uh, new team. I the, one thing I noticed with this team is these are two guys that are switching roles within their team. Mm-hmm. Reno was always the the alpha of the team, like the top dog, the mm-hmm. Jordan, the the Batman. To, we'll call it Batman and Robin. And LeBlanc was the Robin. And I feel like yeah. every team kind of needs that dynamic. A little bit. Yeah. Or at least that one skill set. Point. At least oh, you're one the better pro- offensive player. You're right. the better defensive player. Da, 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 yeah. And Brandon was always the Robin, let's let's call it, because he partnered with Cam. And then he partnered with Jay Rich for a little bit. Like, he, yeah. he played the Robin role. He played that secondary role. Now, as they team up, one we're, a, led to, we're led to believe that the roles kind of swap. That now Brandon has to kind of carry the load, as in his scoring has been elite. All, all last season. Okay. I, I just think that Brandon has to step up to that that level and take control of the squad and not not to take anything away from Reno. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I think Reno can now play that secondary role, which I think would suit him even better. And Brandon mm-hmm. has to step up and, and play that Batman role. Yeah. yeah. I um I do disagree with that a little bit. I think not taking anything away from uh Brandon, Reno is Reno's not going to give up the back seat. Brandon is, shouldn't give up the back seat. I think they're a one A, one A. I think they're both, they're both the same equivalent type of player. Both all star caliber players. Reno's got the length. He's got the determined to win. Like he shows up. He showed up every Saturday trying to win X. last year. Right. Sometimes my boiler blank level blank. Sometimes a little too hungover <laughs> to play die and all <laughs> that stuff. And Brandon's used to playing used to playing with elite players, good players. That's what Reno is. He's good. He's on the ball. He's on the borderline of great. I think he is a great player. I've seen him a lot in the backyard on the backyard this year. I think they're both gonna take um leadership. They're both good dudes. The only thing I said, they both play the same side of the table. They gotta figure that out. When I've played yeah. against them, they don't know what side to play. True. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna do great. Mm-hmm. I don't think we gotta even worry about those. All right. What about Ty and Liam? Ty and Liam's a Ooh. team, uh, two buddies from Dedham. They, they're an up-and-down team. I think the storyline for them is can they find that consistency? They'll have a game against Rocco and Zill, for example, where their toss is absolutely – both of their tosses. Two, sky, two of the highest tosses in the league, two sky shots, and when they're hitting, nearly impossible to catch. And Rocco and Zill could be the first to tell you that. They lost, I think, 7-2, 7-1. They didn't have a chance. And they didn't even touch a dice. Like It's not like they were dropping. They didn't even get a hand on anything. Mm-hmm. It was uncatchable dice after uncatchable dice. But then Ty and Liam will go into a game against Cam and Brandon, the next one, and throw three FIFAs and lose mm-hmm. 7-3. You know what I mean? Yeah. They need to have that consistency where they can do it game after game after game, and then they'll find themselves in playoff points every tourney. Unfortunately, that takes practice. That takes reps. I agree. Um, 
Offense, like you said earlier, when we mentioned Scott, like offense is something that is literally just reps. Like, it's like, how do you think Ray Allen shot so good? Ask him how many shots he took before and after the game. Right. Mm -hmm. It's reps, bro. You have to play in a perfect world. If you could get die in before the tournament. Yeah, you're going to be way more hot on the yeah. table with your toss. Mm -hmm. That's why everyone, when they get to the tournament, find a dice and start, and start tossing. tossing. You all know you need to warm your toss up. No one's just going to walk into the gym and just start cash money, bro. So, yeah, I feel like all they need to do is practice. And, you know, if they practice this season within the season, then they should definitely be way more accurate and consistent. Mm -hmm. But that takes practice. That takes mm -hmm. you got to work for that. Right. Yeah, I think the chemistry between them two is going to be fine, just perfect. They're both great dudes, both love to play die. I think it's I think it's all on Ty. When Ty is hitting table with his moonshots, oh just gosh. forget about it. Oh just my, forget about I it. I hate yeah. it. Oh, I don't deadly. I don't care if you're Scott Pulak. Oh. I don't I don't care if you're Rocco. <laughs> I don't care if you're Odell Beckham Jr. You're not catching <laughs> you're not you're not catching the damn die. It's right. impossible. You might as well turn around, just give him the point, and get ready for your. Next I'm not shot. gonna lie. I saw Zill do some Odell shit. Last weekend, <laughs> yo, this dude stretched out from. I know you be playing out our house, bro. He stretched mm -hmm. out from the from the backside and damn near hit the fence, bro. Yeah. Like he was all the way stretched out. That's but yeah, Ty throws the die. Just pray if he's consistently with those moon shots hitting the table, he can he can be offensive play of the year yeah. candidate. He can be most improved. And his candidate. hands are top notch. Like he his defense is first, crazy. second team candidate. It's just the sky's the limit for him. It it's all it's, it's all, all mental. I think it's a lot of it's mental for him too. I love the sky shot. A lot of it is I mental it, for but. Ty because <laughs> he gets in his head. If he has a couple bad tosses in a row, he he thinks about it. And not that I, I'm, I think all of everybody us thinks. About I get it. very mental when I'm missing. Yeah, but okay. he'll, he'll even after the good loss, he'll he'll be dwelling on the the tosses that he didn't make. Yeah, I think he needs to try to stay out of his head and just get into that. So that get consistency of throwing to the same spot. Okay, every that time. takes that just takes a Liam to be like, yo, Ty, shake that We're shit good. off, bro. Yeah. On to the next one, bro. That's what he's I got like, now. You know what I'm saying? It's got. like it's like in football, bro. You or you take it play by play like a, a quarterback, a, a quarterback might throw an interception, but he could still win the game. And it's not like just because he's. He he's he throwing that interception. He's not going to go ahead and turn around and throw three touchdowns. A wide receiver Perhaps. drops the pass. You go right back to him. Next right back, right back to him. So yeah. Martin. What about Denal and Mark? They are mm. returning as partners now. They started last season as partners. Uh, played well together, but I think they only made mm -hmm. two tourneys together before me and Denal turned up tourney five. And in those two tourneys, they scored playoff points both times. They were final five both times. <laughs> then me and Denal won that ring and. They gave it one last shot. Mark and Denal played tourney six together. Once again, fifth place finish. So I don't think they've ever played together and not scored points. After mm. that, me and Denal finished off the season seven and eight playoffs. And that was the last we saw of Mark. But when Mark was playing, he was a top three scorer in the league on a per game basis. His shot is extremely accurate. His FIFA is nice. He's six foot four and he can <laughs> get to any dice. I think the storyline for them is, can we've already seen Denal be in a finals we've seen yep. him be in a finals in a regular season and we've seen him be in the playoff finals mm -hmm. can mark elevate his game to get to that point as well mark doesn't have to elevate his game because his game's elevated mark skunked me his the first time i seen him <laughs> like i'm with, yo i'm I, yeah i'm with mahoney yo Denal, i'm not shitting on you i'm with mahoney and i'm like yo fam yo we got them He's like, <laughs> i'm like yo them right there you see right there we got them yo let's get this shit like we're finna run them 
And and this is like we're in the winners bracket still. We might have two wins. I don't even know one win, but whatever it is, I'm like, yo, this is the next team. Let's get it. I'm feeling good. They skunked us. I'm like, yo, what? I'm like, because <laughs> you you ain't never seen them play before. Mark has incredible like wingspan, bro. He can catch any dice because yes. he can get there without taking many steps. Exactly. And Denal makes up for his wingspan and his ability to contort his body into shapes that we've never <laughs> seen God, and just fit in True. spots where he's not supposed to be and still come up with the catch. So that team defensively is crazy. <laughs> when you add on the fact that Mark averaged three points a game last season, that mm, damn near, yeah. people Sheesh. don't get that high. If you guys go on the website and check out the league um, stats right averages. now, and you'll see that Mark Carmi is absolutely in the top 10. And that's not easy to do. So Mark Carmi and Denal, great defensively. And Mark is great offensively. And Denal is not no slouch when it comes to offense. So that team is going to be dangerous. And I feel like they're very good. Mark does not have to do anything but keep doing what he's been doing. Again, just the thing, consistency. Can you make the tournaments? That's Can it. you show up? Because right. if they showed up. Boom, they're in the playoffs. Boom, you don't know what happens. Mm-hmm. Troy doesn't make a finals. Cause, <laughs> right? Because Mark's there. You know, Mark can get to almost any die. He's long and he's athletic. His shot's great. Denal can, gets low, gets to any die. Or yep. there's not any die he's not going to try to get to. <laughs> That's they're, what I'm saying. They're, they're, both, they're both very, very good at every aspect. Denal's elite defensively as they show up. Every tournament, there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to place. How about uh, Fennell? Fennell's an interesting one this year because, once again, you can call him bad luck Fennell almost at this point because two years ago, he was was partners with Zill. They played very well. Sorry, three years ago, he was with Zill. They they did very well. If we had playoffs back then, they would have been a top four seed. Yep. Um, Then he, he took a year off. Obviously, that's why he came back this year and won comeback player of the year. Um, but this year he comes back, brings in a rookie. He called him all offseason. He was hyping Roach, who we didn't know. He just called him his rookie flyer. He would call him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I got a rookie flyer. He's nasty. Yeah. And that rookie flyer turned out to be Roach. And you know what you know wrong. what happened with Roach. And now Roach obviously moves on and is pairing up with Cam. So Fennell's back to the drawing board. And once again, he's reaching out to me and saying he has a rookie flyer coming in. He's hyping him up. He said he's got speed and He's younger than him. He's faster than him. He's hands and nice. I was like, all right, let's, let's get we it. We need the league. We need so youth. the storyline for this is can Fennell elevate yet another rookie to stardom? I disrespected Fennell earlier. I take that back, bro. If you listen to this, my bad. Fennell yeah. is nasty, bro. Fennell is a vet's vet. Uh, comeback player of the year for a reason. Um, I don't think it's easy or it should be unsaid the fact that he took a year off, came back, and was did, nasty. he was always him and Roach were always there. Mm-hmm. Like every at every tourney, they're always in it. Like they always have a chance to win. And so whoever game. Fennell brings to the tournament, it doesn't matter who it is because somehow Fennell, Fennell calls him himself bad luck Fennell. Um, maybe good luck Fennell right. because everyone <laughs> that Fennell has played with is is a is, is a, a guy. Yeah. So is yeah. it is it Fennell? Probably, bro. So <laughs> he's a good maybe, teammate. He's a great scout Thief and he's a, a great teammate. Yeah. So he finds good he's teammates a, and he doesn't a, not play good. He's yeah. very solid. So yeah, bro. Shout out to Fennell. He's I feel got a like future Fennell, in the UDL scouting department. Absolutely. I feel like Fennell's gonna have something in store for you us. You gotta remember season. that Fennell broke the record for FIFA's kicked in a tourney in tourney three with yep. ten 
FIFA's kicked. So crazy. As good as Rochi is, they he goes four and two every time. You gotta you gotta look to finesse some of those times because I yep. mean those no, FIFAs absolutely. get a lot of points, and when you get a, a lot, lot of points, you win a lot of games. And those FIFAs are swings. Those could come oh, yeah. off of someone tossing it. You get a point. And now you're thinking, oh, I have to play defense. Oh, wait, no shit. Defense is turned into offense. And you get two points. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. yeah, those are very crucial. And, you know, he's probably absolutely going to keep up that FIFA game this year. Yeah, Fennell's yeah, a great player, both sides of the table. And with the FIFA game, to bring in a rookie who's not used to the UDL, there's nothing easier than getting little bloops Word. put to you right to you. That's, a, that's a great way to get welcome to the league. Great well. To get a point, to get a bloop right to your hands, mm -hmm. to get acc like acclimated with the league and everything, and to play with a guy like Fennell, he's the leader. He's he's brings you electricity, the energy. He's <laughs> celebrating. Like, he's a guy that you want on your side. He's mowing that lawn, yeah, ah. the, the lawnmower, Sully. I love that one. The chickens, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Fennell, man! I yeah. can't wait to see who you bring. I got three more teams left. Uh, Jlar and Hass, fan favorite team. My fan uh, favorite team. Absolute vibes in the backyard. And every year this team gets better and better. They every started year. they started a couple of years ago and we're we're so so. Then they come back the next year and they're they're very, very solid. And they come back again and it's like, whoa, this team is this team's legit. Like they're beating solid mm -hmm. teams each and every tourney almost. They're beating good teams. So I think the next can they finally make this next jump and become like all star caliber players and become mm -hmm playoff threats or finals threats you know what i mean can they for get them, to that point for them this year? it's gonna have to take them heating up and staying hot that team can heat up but can they stay hot like i've seen mm -hmm. them in a tournament play an outstanding game and then maybe beat themselves right mm -hmm. with a couple same sides and what what, yeah. what so it be so yeah can they be all-stars hell yeah hell yeah they're gonna be all-stars but i would put more pressure on them like can y'all make the playoffs mm -hmm. they're going to be all-stars they're 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 a name that has stuck around and a lot of people know them and a lot of people not only know them for playing great die but they know that they're good dudes so like mm -hmm. they have good you know relationships and i feel like they have a good enough you Rep know reputation. like record yeah, yeah reputation on the field to absolutely make an all-star yeah they came in they went from a team that came here to have fun to a team to be reckoned with. Yeah. Haas, for me, if I had a vote, I think was an all-star last year. I also think mm -hmm. he was Kevin Kev deserved MIP, but he I think Haas was a close, close mm -hmm. second for MIP. Right. Played them a couple times. He's got he's got a great boot, a great FIFA game. Yeah. They bring like they bring the electricity, the fun to the game, but but they make you laugh. And J Law is great FIFA they, game. Yeah, yeah. Don't true. get laughing too much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They get you they, having a good time. Oh, it's all exactly. buddy, buddy. In the then they table. get you with three feats hey, in a row. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. One game we yeah. were up, we were cruising. It was good vibes. They're still laughing down exactly. four two. Exactly. And then we throw two straight <laughs> feats, and J Law kicks them right into their hands. J Law kicks it thirty feet in the air, and J is like selling before. I mean, House is selling before he even catches it. Like they. That's what it is. Scary Bro. team, that little that tongue shit he does. Yeah, they <laughs> they team. they win and they have fun doing it. They do. Bro. I feel they're like every for the league. Everybody wants to see them succeed, so they're absolutely going. They're to fan succeed. favorite. They're yeah. my favorite. Let's go. Let's go, Jayla and and Hass. Let's get it, boy. How about this team? Two. These are two former top ten players. Maybe as recent as two years ago, <laughs> Fabiano and Commande. 
two guys that were legitimate top players in the league as recent as two years ago. Can they resurrect their career? Tuh. Teaming up together, Tuh. can they can they resurrect their Tuh. career and get back Commande to Commande and Fobbs? Watch out, fam. Commande mm-hmm. and Fobbs, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, bro? Their defense, the the amount of diving plays and highlight plays you're going to see from Monday and Fives this year, mm-hmm. that should be enough. But I feel like they're going to have great success because they're both veterans. They know what needs to be done. Um, Monday had great success with Ty. Fabiano had great success with JT. Um, yeah, they both didn't do much last year, but that's not because they were playing. That's because... They they didn't have a you know a consistent availability. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't, didn't play. play that much. They didn't play enough. So I feel yeah. like this year if they if you know they both they, said they they're buy ready in, to play a lot. If they mm. buy in and they actually play, I feel like that's a team. That's I mean like like I said, all of these teams, bro, are good. You don't want to draw any of these teams at the tournament anymore. Back in the day, it used to be like I don't want him. Him. We might have a handful. One handful mm-hmm. of Maybe teams the teams that see. aren't mentioned on this list, like some of those random teams that'll might show up a, for a week. We might or have two. a yeah. little handful of teams. But anyone on this list now, is not a team that you want. You don't want to see anybody. Fives and mm-hmm. Fives of Commander Vets, they're both good players. All they gotta do is play. Exactly, dude. One of the hardest decisions I ever had to make was officially splitting from the Fives partnership because mm-hmm. we had so much chemistry, so much success. Mm-hmm. La- um Last year in the 2021 season, we had the sec- tied for the second most wins, and even though we were the fifth seed, right. we had tied for the second most wins in the entire in the entire league. Yep. He's got a golden boot. He's got that soccer. He's got that like soccer background and everything. Kamande can boot it too. Kamande can two boot it too. Guys. Yeah, exactly. Two FIFA guys. So no matter what side of the table it comes down to, it's gonna the FIFA is gonna be in play always. Commande got a really high moon shot. If that's consistent, oh my gosh. if that's consistent, good spin on it too. It, it yeah. is. You don't know which way it's good going. You don't know how, how hard it's coming off the table. It's going to be electric them too. I feel like though, um, and I already know this off of seeing them play in the backyard and I've played with fives plenty of times. They play the same side. Hopefully mm. they can find, find it. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they both play the right side. Like, I'm very, like, I know they both play the right side. I played a tournament with Fabi. I saw him playing the left yeah. side in the backyard with Monde, and he didn't like playing the left side in the <laughs> tournament. But Fabi can play either side. They'll figure so out I know, what no, works no, 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 no. Fabi's going to play the left side. Right. I can tell you that right now. And Monde's going to be on his strong side. I'm saying hopefully Fabi can play as good as he was playing on the right side with JT on the left side with Monde. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. All right. All right. Last team. This is a team that a lot of you might not even know is a team yet. How about Jay and Denny? <laughs> Denny Adams. Uh, some of you uh, knew it. Some of you newer guys might not know Denny as much, other than he was snapping some nice picks at the award show. So you might know him Joe, from that. Joe. But Denny was an absolute All Star back in the day. Denny was a perennial All Star. Um, really good length. Again, we talked about Carmi with his length. Denny might even have another inch or two on mark, and he can reach even more dice. Mm-hmm. His FIFA game is strong. Um, and Jay, I mean, we saw what Jay did last year in a small sample size. He only played yeah, a few tourneys together with Rocco. He had, before Fennell took the record Cam. with, Cam, he, Cam, sorry, yeah. with Cam, before Fennell took the record of 10 FIFAs kicked in a tourney, it was Jay that had it with nine. Let's go. In his very I, first, I was gonna, yeah, his very first tourney he ever played in, he, he kicked nine FIFAs to Cam. 
like, and then he got hurt in money games after that that day. I think he sprained his meniscus or he sprained something, and he was out for the next mm-hmm. two tourneys. That's why Cam. That's why Brandon even got introduced to the league. Mm-hmm. So. We know what Jay can do. He he went to the playoffs. He plunked. He got out of the plane. Like he's a good player. Denny's a good player. I think the key for them is, or the storyline for them is, will they be able to mesh together? Not really knowing each other that well. They don't really. They don't know each other at all, other than maybe a quick, "How you doing? How you doing? Everything." But yeah, I feel like they're both easy personalities to get along with. Um, yeah. I feel like both Denny and Jay can go to a room of people they don't know and make a friend. So yeah. mm-hmm. I think because they don't know each other might not have as much as an effect because they both have a personality that, you know, can can get along with anyone. Um, and I feel like it. what it takes is. We know Jay plays a lot of die. Uh, shout out to my man's Denny. I want to see Denny play more die. Mm-hmm. If Denny could play more die, his shot is dumb. Like he throws yeah. it dumb high in the air. Like he's already six four. <laughs> he throws it so high. He just got to hit. When his shit hits, it hits, fam. It hits. Yeah. So if Denny can get his shot. It's kind of like the same thing with Ty. Denny can put in some work and get his shot back to being consistent. And then you have Jay's fifth game. They're both capable on defense. It'd be a great team. Yeah, definitely. Jay and Denny both like really good defensively. Denny's long, athletic. He's got a basketball background. He has the hands. Jay with the playoff spot, playoff spot last year. Yep. They're both really good offensively. And like you said, man, they're both really good dudes. I don't think chemistry is chemistry is going to be an issue there's no. nothing brings nothing brings people together more than like playing diet and winning di- winning diet and winning. Too. winning what it takes one win <laughs> one win if you win your it. first game that smile mm, on right. y'all faces because you get that little relief you're like yeah. ah you get i didn't sigh, go into a sigh of relief <laughs> yeah you, once you get that one win you get a lot more comfortable too Pardon? so i feel like hopefully when they get their first yeah Feet, when they get their feet wet, they get a win, and and it just it just really lights a fire on these yeah, snowballs from that yeah. point. Yeah, Jay proved himself last year as a really really great die player. Denny wasn't there last year, but OGs know that he. I think can, Denny he, played one tournament. Yeah, he played no. Monday or two, two, maybe two. Two knows that he can huck a die. I guarantee you there's going to be a team or two at the beginning of the season that goes up against them. Be like. Yeah. Let's go. Out. Let's go. Yeah. Start looking on to the next game, and then be very surprised yep. when they get on the die. And that's when you get fucked. Is when exactly. you overlook your opponent. You can never do that. What's What's crazy is this. That might have been like the 18th team we've mentioned, and obviously eight teams make the playoffs. I don't think that's a team that a lot of guys out there would have nabbed <laughs> as one of their playoff spots. But don't be shocked by the end of the season if you're looking back and they're one of the teams that are fighting for that last spot yeah. or playoffs they're in come, the playoffs playoffs comes down to not only playing good when you're there but being there every single yes, tournament 100%. if you can make eight tournaments which is impossible yeah, look at D-Hall and Kearney impossible. last year yeah I mean not impossible it's not probable but if you do you're going to put yourself in a great position to make a playoff run because you're going to be getting points when other players aren't even present so as long as they can stay consistent and make these tourneys they're absolutely going to be a team that's in the run for the in the hunt for the playoffs there's a lot of teams that we mentioned today that we kept saying they have to play they have to play yeah. Commande and fobs joe and pat nick and colin um scott and chunks you know what i mean there's the list is endless on players that have to show up Alec. so as long as if you show up you're already giving yourself a head start on a, on a lot of teams. Pardon? 
Right. So that that finalizes a little recap of every team's storyline. Obviously, there's other teams. Um, and once those teams become more prominent, we'll be happy to highlight you guys on the next pod. Um, so before we get into our final part of the episode, which is the Beat the Lang, which today we'll call Beat the Schmeyerd. Uh, we got to, again, highlight our new partnership we have with WinBet. Um, I, some of you may have seen this on the story already, but we're partnered up with WinBet, and they're going to be giving out free rooms at either Encore Boston or Win Las Vegas for every time you win a tourney. Hmm. That's a room for each partner on the winning team. So that's, yeah, 16 rooms they're giving out. So if you win three tourneys, you and your partner got now three nights at Encore Boston or Win Vegas. So three, I mean, three might be enough for me to go out to Vegas and take a long weekend. Absolutely. If I won three, it's a no-brainer, fam. I'm booking the ticket to Vegas after I get that third. I right. might not even show up to one of these tourneys. Now nah, I'm right. joking. <laughs> but yeah, bro, uh, I feel like that should definitely, you know, give people more determination and give them a little bit, um, you know, more of an incentive to to want to not only show up, but to make it to the end and, and finish the job. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does it say? Yeah, so the only uh, the only thing you got to do to be eligible, you download the WinBet app, reach out to me, and I'll give you the code that you got to put in as you're registering your account. And then you just put in $100 to bet, and you're, you're locked in for the entire season of any time anytime you win a tournament, you will be staying at Encore or Win Vegas for the also night. Also, just to add on to that, uh, with the code, you will get a bonus of $100 in uh, bonus bets. So, you know, you guys will, will definitely um, not only get, you know, the free rooms if you win, but you also get some bonus bets too. So that's good. And I feel like it's an opportunity that everyone should definitely take advantage of because, you know, this is something that we haven't had in, a pa- in the past. And, you know, I feel like a lot of players that have won in the past would have loved to take advantage oh, of this. Yeah. So I feel like if you don't, then you're going to be missing out when you get that when you get that dub. You know what I'm saying? So and we all bet and it's it's playoff basketball time not to, you know, get you give you throw a hundo on the Celts to win the series. I, say, I don't, don't want to give like, you bets, shit, but like, you know, bet <laughs> on whatever you feel Hawks. comfortable. Bet on whatever you yeah. feel comfortable. There's no more money. But it's playoff after. basketball. No more money games. We're betting on hotel rooms after this. Exactly. Facts. <laughs> facts. Fuck the money games. Throw that shit on win <laughs> and win. Word. So, yeah, reach out to me for that code if you haven't already done it. And make sure you get that 100 in before you win your tourney because then, you know, that'll, that'll be an awkward conversation. If you're like, That'd I won, weird, but I uh, didn't do what I had to do yet. Ooh. They're going to be like, they might be a nice guy and let you have it, but I no promises. So. Yeah, man. Put in that um, hundred. You're going to regret it if you win the tourney and then you look at your account. You're like, I forgot to do that win bet shit. And then your partner's going on his night at Encore with his girlfriend and you're staying at home. because you Download the app. DM Troy for the code. When you get the code, deposit $100, right? And when you use that code, when you deposit the $100, you'll get $100 in bonus bets. And that now makes you eligible when you win a tournament to then receive uh, the, the, the rooms at either Encore or um you know win win in uh vegas all right it's time for beat the schmerd i didn't get to do Gang. this i didn't get to do this last time i know jt so you're a, you're a rookie Gang. still with the trivia i'm um, not <laughs> we got we'll, we'll go to five i think we'll aim for five but i got plenty ready if we uh if we're struggling you get five right yeah is it just first to answer yeah first to answer all right try to let me read the whole the whole yeah, question yeah, yeah. before you blurt it out 
Uh, all right, first one. This is about myself, actually. Including All-Star and playoffs. How many finals appearances have I made in my career? Troy has made... Biz. Oh, I didn't want to say five. Incorrect. Oh, four. Incorrect. Oh, Six. Fuck. Six finals appearances. I was going to say Biz, but then I was going to say five. That's why I hesitated. Now I, I want to say Biz, too. I got between two biz. rings with Jake. Me and Jake were runners up oh, two more times. Fuck, it is six. And then six. I went Damn. to the finals with Denal in a regular season and a playoff. With you see, I forgot. Oh, I didn't I count the regular season with you and Denal. I did, yeah, I forgot <laughs> the regular season oh, with you and Denal, fam. Oh, I went, same. yo, you went to four with I. Right. And then I'm same. like, one. Damn. <laughs> I counted them right besides that one. Yeah. Right. Me too. I counted, I counted right. biz. Who is the only player in UDL history to have made the finals in both an all star tourney and a rising stars tourney? Rocco. Incorrect. Um. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Right. D Hall. Incorrect. You right, guys, wait, wait, you guys kind of let me read the question. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand the question, so I just. Who is the only me. player to have made a finals in both the All Star Tourney and the Rising Stars Tourney? You got to remember, the Rising Stars Tourney was only implemented this year. Oh, Beretti. The answer is Cam Green. No. Cam Green did it actually both in this one year. He went to the finals with Joe. Oh, shit. They lost to Roach and Denal in Rising Stars. That was then he played with Kevin mean. in the All Star Tourney and I lost to Rocco and Beretti. Tough one. Yeah, I could have just said Cam after he said Beretti. No, you could have, but you wouldn't have. Because <laughs> Troy cut me off. Yeah, yeah. I thought you already answered. He no, did. I did. I, I, did. I, did. Twice, bro. I was right, trying to cheat. <laughs> All right. Next question: How many All Star nods does Garrett Amaral have? Three. Correct. Yeah. Garrett went to the All-Stars right. in 2019, 2020, I and 2021. I knew the first two were right. a lock. That yeah. sounds about He right. went three straight, and he just missed. The only one he missed was this past season. So we'll yeah. see if Garrett's back to All-Star form this year. Shout out Garrett, man. Uh, this is a good one. This player is in the top five all-time in FIFA's kicked, but he's outside of the top 25 all-time in points scored. Rocco. Incorrect. Fuck. It's um, a good guess. Like I know he doesn't score that many points. It's a good guess. Um, I'm helping you out, bro. I'm gonna let you answer the next one. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You would have said Rocco too. All time. Yep. Torres. Incorrect. He's definitely in scoring. He's, he's top twenty five scoring. I knew. Uh, it. So All right, can I get another bad. guess? Yeah, we yeah, should get another. You guess. get one for right? fun. Can yeah. I get another guess? I'm getting one too. Top five in FIFA's. Top twenty five in scoring. Outside of the top twenty five. Jake Maroney. Nah, Jake Maroney's definitely. Definitely like top 10 in scoring. Damn it. Well, <laughs> I don't know who's top five in no, FIFA. The answer is Fennell. Steve Fennell. See, I don't know who's top five he's in FIFA. This is a crazy yeah. stat. He's kicked 37 FIFAs in his career Jeez. and he only scored 65 points. So he's almost doubled. Yeah. He's, he has, he's just about doubled his FIFAs in points. This is nuts. That's nuts. All right. So one nothing JT. Who wears jersey number four in UDL? G Hall. Correct. Yeah, good one. Two nothing JT. These are these are like questions are all over the place. My yeah, brain yeah. can't like are, adjust, bro. It's like there's so many different areas these questions are. I, just, I legit remembered it from the Kearney <laughs> FIFA video. That's Word. how I remembered it. I'm like, wait, now a jersey number? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, I got everything coming. This is a tough one too. Not even that tough, but a good one. Oh my god. How many different partners has J Rich played with in a regular season tourney? Oh and you get an extra god. point if you can name all of them. Biz. Incorrect. Three. 
Incorrect. Oh, it's right in not, between. Oh, it's I just say it's not four. three. It's four. It's not three. He played with Lang, obviously. Yeah. Mazzilli. Yeah. Kevin Denellen. You. And Brandon. I, I only played with him in an all-star tourney. That counts as biz. No, I said. Regular season. How many different partners has Jay Rich played with in a regular season tourney? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm still right. But it's not regular season, right? <laughs> well, if it was D Hall would be thrown in there if it was All Star. So ah, really shit, sick. I was still wrong. <laughs> I'll take it. I was close. This is a good one. What was the first team to finally eliminate Scott and Drew from attorney? What do you mean by that? Like they finally knocked him out. They delivered their second L in attorney for the first time. They knocked him out. The first team to knock them out in attorney. Our, what season was it? Season one. Turn. Oh no, sorry. Season two. Turny one. Was this in your backyard in Norwood? Yeah, it was. Uh, um, who did you play in the finals that year? No. Uh, doesn't relate, but I played Garrett and Hunter in the finals. Oh, doesn't relate, so good. That still helped. I guess I give a hint there. <laughs> On me. Uh, uh, it's tough. Are they OGs? Say, say it, They're bro. OGs. Say your guess. I'm not giving mine first. They are OGs. I want you to give me a team first so I can go second for us. Um, and I'll give you another hint here. This team not only knocked him out in their second loss, but they beat him in their first loss too. They knocked him out. They gave him both losses that they took in this turn. I'm stuck, bro. Um, All right, fuck it. Alec and B-Watt. Mike Mahoney and Mike Dusso. Wow, I would Mahoney never and Deuce. I would have never, ever have gotten that. Mahoney and Deuce. Nah, it makes I was sense. I going to say Alec and Garrett. But... That does make sense. I, I almost said Mahoney for some weird reason, but I didn't know who I would have never have gotten that. That makes sense. In season three, who had the best FIFA toss percentage with zero? FIFA toss percentage is Rocco McClafferty. Close. He was up there in top three. Fuck. <coughs> oh. Me. Close. It's your partner, Beretti. But ready at zero FIFA tosses in season three. Tough questions though. Uh, You're not even supposed to get these. Fuck. All right, not including the play in. Not including the play in tourney. Not. uh, Hold up. Where am I? All right. Yeah. Not including the play in tourney from this season. Only two guys have plunked in a playoff game. Who are those two guys? Roach. Roach is one. I, I I know it is. Roach didn't. He's only ever played in the plan. I said not including the plan, Tony. Oh. That was in the plan. I am wrong. I missed the playoffs this year. I'm wrong. Um, I'll, I'll I'll let you. I'll let I'm you. I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm taking it. No, you can. <laughs> I'm taking it. the L. No, nah, I'm wrong. He, he didn't oh, count. Freaking Jake. Yes. He plunked me. Yeah. <laughs> Jake is one. And um, happened in the same season. Jay Rich. Jake and Alec. Jake and D Hall, D Hall got a plunk in that. D Hall, oh he did in the final. And uh, he threw the fucking wait. No, that was yeah, when he won. That was when he won, but he did have a final. I yeah, think it was in Jake the semis against. Me, bro. I uh, just had PTSD real yeah. quick. <laughs> I saw the cup flash over. Yeah, D Hall, I think plunked Kearney and AJ in the semis. All right, uh, I half a point. Who wears jersey number forty-one? The fuck. Um, mood. Nope, ninety nine. I have no idea. Cam, Mark Carmi, Mark Carmi. Uh, has he ever worn his jersey, bro? Couple times, couple times. I don't think so. That's when I played him. He didn't. That wear his that jersey. question's voided. 
That's fine. No, no, no one got that's it a good question. That's a good question. That's a great one. Mark right. got that right. I only got one question left anyway. So it sounds like JT got uh, the dub. But it. I'll share it anyway. See if anyone got this. Who's played the most games in UDL playoff history? Fucking you. Troy. Correct. Yeah. Correct. 13 games. That was hard, bro. No, that, that was tough. Difficult. That was That's tough. fucked up. I'm supposed to know this shit, but I'm not supposed to know that. Yeah. I don't even know where Troy pulled those from, bro. Those is the hardest. Deep in the archives. Those yeah. questions I mean, are so hard. You know how many beat the lanes we've done. Yeah. yeah we got to go that deep to go Mark Carmi's number. Hey, let me know at home. DM me if you got more than more than what JT <laughs> got. JT got three wrong. We got more got than me. Right. You did. Yeah, lying. you got zero. <laughs> we'll get a lot of DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how you did, because I'm curious. That, that one did feel tough. Not gonna lie. What? That that Pete the Lang. That was a tough one. Facts, but I it think was. I thought I was gonna shit on JT. You got lucky though. I think he was guessing. JT, you got any last final words before opening day Saturday? Man, it just feels like Christmas this week. I yes, like sir. Monday, Tuesday, and today have flown by. That's because I'm waiting for Saturday. Already making my plans before, making my plans for, yep. for or after it's just the best time of year i can't wait to see all the guys that i don't usually get to see um nice. during the off season everything just can't wait to play some die man yes sir schmider anything to say um you know shout out to everyone that's making this tourney i know we're not gonna have everyone there but you know everyone who is coming i just like to say thank you and you know just thank you everybody for supporting us through the off season and, you know, keeping keeping up on all the news mm -hmm. that Troy's been putting out about, you know, whatever it may be with the top 30s or, you know, our our little videos that we show, little yeah, flashback definitely. videos. Uh, we just put up a hype video. If you haven't seen that yet, go check it out. But, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, we got some new shit coming to the tournament. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, y'all going to see some new shit. I don't want to expose it right now. Y'all going to see some new shit. You're going to tell be ready. me. Be ready. It's going to be uh, gas. Um, this year, you know, we always bring a new thing. So definitely show up. And if you haven't shown up from a couple seasons ago, this is your perfect year to show up. It's, it's biz. Yeah, biz. Yes, the best year. Bring your friends. Bring the vibes. That's it. And top 30 is still going on. Uh, these videos take a while. I mean, it's eight. Eight. I mean, if you played in playoffs and All-Stars and all eight, that's like 10 <laughs> tourneys worth of footage to go mm. through. And if you go far in every tourney, that's a lot. And there's a couple angles. It's a lot of footage. So the top 30 is coming. It'll be, it'll obviously go into the season, but you will find out the top 30. We're on 14. 14 should be coming out tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this. But yeah, get ready for a wild season. It is easily going to be the best season yet. Absolutely. Season biz. Most competition, new things coming, and we have new incentives too. So um, definitely, bro. I hope everyone gets to come to a couple of tourneys this year, if not all of them. And, you know, like shout out to everyone that's been supporting us. As Lang always says, see you Saturday. Hey. <laughs>